Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of my mini 2020 prep series. It's another late one for me tonight. I'm literally recording these and posting them right away. So this is extremely live time podcasting. Um, it is 11.30 p.m. I know this is just so crazy for me, but okay, listen, I'm going back to Vancouver tomorrow and there is a big time difference. Well, not big, three hours, but I've been waking up at 5 a.m. Vancouver time and going to bed at 9 p.m. Vancouver time. So I'm trying to do the same, um, or you know, when I'm in Toronto. So I've been kind of keeping on that schedule. So that's my explanation for you guys. Don't be worried. Mimi Bouchard is going to bed at midnight and waking up late. No, it's not actually happening. I'm just, you know, not adapting to this time zone as I go tomorrow. But I'm super pumped about today's episode. I had the coolest thing happen to me today. Um, so I went to, okay, bit of a backstory. I'm at, I'm at my parents' house right now, and they live in the countryside uh, just outside of Toronto. And there is this woman that lives a couple of blocks down. And when I actually was living here beginning of this year um, for a few months, when I was in between visas for the UK, I was, my parents were traveling, so I was here alone, and I found this woman that teaches yoga classes and does, like, energy healing and does massages and stuff, and I would go to her yoga class twice a week and do massages and stuff with her and just was fascinated by the work that she does, and we actually did a podcast together. Her name's Melanie. Um, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was probably in February, March, Um, but yeah, so she's such an incredible human, such an interesting woman and I hadn't seen her in so long. So I wanted to book something in before I left. So I booked in a hour and a half long, uh, massage with her and her massages are not what you'd think, you know, they're not just like a regular massage. She does like a ton of work on you, like a ton of energy work and healing work. And it's like a therapy session, a Reiki session, psychic session, everything all in one. And it's so cool. Um, if you're ever in, you know, Prince Edward County in Canada in in Ontario, hit me up because I'll tell you what her address is and like her website and stuff. And you need to go see her. So anyway, I saw her today and it was so nice because I just, I needed some sort of like therapy. I think recently I've just been so all over the place in my mind, being a bit more negative, negative to myself, um, and just not feeling a hundred percent. So, and that, that comes up when you're with family during the holidays, we can all, you know, test to that. So seeing her was really, really incredible today. You know, I came in and, and instantly like my energy was lifted and I was just feeling so calm and like I could just share what's on my mind and it was just such a nice relief. Um, so yeah, we did like an amazing massage. She always goes above and beyond for me and she did, uh, we, we kind of spoke the entire hour and a half 
um, about what's been on my mind, what I'm stressed about, what I'm struggling with internally. And we spoke about how, you know, the one thing that I still can't seem to, you know, figure out is, is forgiving my old self. And this is what we talked about in the past episode on the podcast here, the one I did yesterday that I just like, that's the one thing I still can't seem to figure out. So we spoke about that and she always goes above and beyond for me. So she was like, okay, we're going to do a meditation and I'm going to record it and I'm going to send it to you. And I want you to do this every day for the next 28 days. And it was like a guided meditation, um, literally catered to me and my situation. I just fucking love her. Anyway, so we did it and it was the coolest meditation because we went back in time and I saw my younger little self, um, you know, not, it's also this part of you is like your, your little self is also what I call your weak self. It's a bit aggressive though. So maybe I'll, I'll be a bit nicer. Um, see that just shows that like, I just like didn't like that side of me because I like call it mean names. It's like weak self, but she says to find a name for it. So hers is like a silly nickname. Um, and I'm trying to think of one for me. She told me that it would just come to me. So just don't like overthink it and try to make it perfect. Just like let it come to you like a kind of a silly name for your little self, your weak self, your ego self. And um, anyway, so we went back in time and kind of healed my past selves. And it was really cool. And I'm going to be doing this for the next 28 days. So I'll keep you guys posted on how it helps me. Um, you know, with my acceptance and surrendering to the past and all that good juicy stuff. So no, anyway, it was just a really, really amazing time today. And I feel really just aware and refreshed for 2020. I feel a lot more calm uh, today and less anxious and just like really, I feel like I'm being nice to myself today. And I, that was a really good feeling. And, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I wanted today's episode to be about the theory that has changed my life. And that theory is that you're 100% responsible for your entire life, for everything that you create in this world. Um, cause listen, like we all make decisions that we know don't make us feel great. We know are detrimental. And a lot of us do decisions or make decisions as well at other points in life that make you feel amazing, that generate great results and so on and so forth. And, you know, this is the number one principle in that book that changed my life, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. The number one chapter, the number one principle out of the I think 67 principles is this, take 100% responsibility for your life. And for a lot of people, it's hard to hear because it comes with the burden of knowing that everything that you've produced up to this point is because of you. And, you know, that's just something that you need to acknowledge and surrender to, to live the life of your dreams. And you know, you can argue being like, oh, but everything happens, you know, everything's my responsibility. What about, you know, my father is this or my, this happened to me. And you're just, you know, saying all these things that are happening to you, but 
this theory, it, it's not about external things happening to you that are completely out of your control. You know, like it's more about how you react to the events that happen in your life become the outcome. The events, I think there's like a, what is it? There's like a little equation in the book, The Success Principle, is it's E plus O equals R. Um, or no, no, E plus R equals O. Events plus responses equals the outcome. So the event is one thing. Your response is another. Both of them take 50-50 of the outcome, right? So you have actual 50% control of events that happen to you. And most of the time, it's actually more. That's kind of just talking about something like if, you know, your your friend is in a bad mood and yells at you for no reason, you know? Um, but again, like that's another thing. If you had an amazing relationship with that friend and you set boundaries from the beginning, maybe that wouldn't have happened. So I personally think it's more than 50%. You know, there's some things you could argue that would be 50%, but it's never less than 50%. You're actually so responsible for everything you produce. And, you know, even if you say, oh, but, you know, my boyfriend left me after all these years and, you know, all this stuff, it wasn't my fault. It's like, no, because think about all of the compounding events that happened over those years. Like, I truly am such a believer, and this is just a completely different topic, but I'm such a believer that if someone in the relationship cheats or dumps you or whatever, the person, the other person is fully, not fully responsible, but very responsible. Like if Ben cheated on me, I would feel responsible because I wasn't offering something of his or I wasn't giving him something of mine that, that he needed, you know, whether that be more intimacy, more lust, more, you know, creating butterflies in the relationship, like I would feel responsible. So, you know, this is just a very like, pragmatic way of thinking, you know, and, and I truly think it's the truth and I don't see any harm by living by this principle. You know, you're either a victim or you you take responsibility. So living life with the idea of you're hundred percent responsible is a way that I want to live because it means that I have control or at least I think I have control of what the outcome is going to be. Like I know for a fact that if I work my fucking ass off towards certain career goals of mine, I'm going to get it because I'm responsible for my life. You know, if I truly felt like a victim in a lot of areas and I didn't think I was responsible for my life, I would probably make up excuses and think, you know, oh, that didn't happen because of this, or, you know, I'm, I'm just going to try my best and not actually try my best and kind of see what happens. No, I know that I have a responsibility and that's to create the life of my dreams And I'm 100% responsible for that. And, you know, it's a way of thinking that you will really benefit from. So don't be the type of person that tries to think of crazy things and it's like, oh, what about if this happens? See, it's not my responsibility. It's not my fault. But don't even be that person. Just go through life with this mentality and you'll, you'll really see things changing. I used to not have this mentality. I only started taking on this mentality after I read that freaking book four years ago. You know, I've lived another 19 years before that. And I was a victim a lot of the time and life totally changed when I saw 
life through that different lens of, oh, I'm responsible. So this kind of made me, I wanted to talk about this in this podcast, kind of relating back to what I was talking about at the beginning with the whole meditation about like my younger, smaller, weaker self, um, you know, and how I'm doing this meditation to kind of accept her and all that stuff. This kind of ties in together because, you know, I'm not acting like a victim to who I used to be. I'm not acting like a victim to what has past happened to me, what has happened to me in the past. And, you know, I could, but I'm not going to, and I don't want that for me. So I'm actively taking responsibility for things that I want to heal within myself by going to, you know, therapy, like not the typical therapy, but this today for me was therapy. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I actually am going to find a therapist when I settle down in Vancouver, um, maybe once a month or something, just chat to someone, maybe like an alternative kind of therapist. Cause I don't really like the, the basic ones for me. Um, I want someone, someone that I can like actually, you know, I, that's why I kind of like talking to psychics sometimes. Cause I feel like they give me more direction. I just feel like I want someone to vent to and whatever. That's another conversation, but going back to the main point, you know, I'm taking action to heal these things within me that I want to heal. And you don't need to spend money on a therapist to do it. You know, that could be for you journaling and, and, you know, setting yourself up for success every day. If you want something by doing those, those things every day, like having those habits in place, self-respect comes from keeping promises to yourself and, a big promise of mine is to myself is to always be better and never stop growing and never stop being the best version of myself. So for me, that's me taking responsibility for my life is booking in these things. You know, I knew I was a bit off, off base the past week or two or three or four. I've been traveling a lot. I've been just not in my, my complete element and I needed to see this woman today and I did and it made me feel so much better and I was just open and, you know, trying to just pick her brain about certain things and, you know, just going out there and, and acting because I needed to feel different because I knew that I was responsible for how I was feeling and, you know, I've been a little bit off the past month and I know it's because of me. I know it's because I haven't been, you know, doing my intense morning routine and meditation. And I've just kind of been like slacking in that department because I've told myself the excuse that I'm traveling. I'm tired. I'm so busy. I'm this, I'm that. But in reality, I could have fucking done it all. I could have, it was maybe a little bit more difficult, but I could have done it. So just being aware of that going into this new year, that you're 100% freaking responsible and make it an empowering thought, not something that scares you that makes you feel guilt for your past, make it something exciting because you can literally decide on anything you want and you can get it. And because you're responsible, it's in your hands. It's the ball is in your court. So instead of making some shitty goals for this upcoming year that probably doesn't even touch your potential, you know, just to be safe, maybe think outside the box a little with this new you know, 
inner wise knowing in mind that you're responsible for everything. You're in control of what happens in your life, you know, and just having that as like the safety before writing your goals. Cause I know when I used to do my goal setting before I had this new mentality, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know exact goals that I would set, but I would set pretty small goals so that I would feel okay, you know, reaching or not reaching anything bigger than that. And now with this new mentality that like, you know, this is all the balls in my court. My life is depending on me and that's it. No outside source. Like it's just me. I can do it all. Whatever I put my mind to, I can do it. With this mentality, you know, I've had way bigger goals and I've actually reached them. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to share specific goals um, that I had set a year ago, the beginning of 2019. Um, I have a lot of them, but, you know, I didn't reach a lot of them. I did reach a good amount and... I am so proud of myself knowing that there are certain things that I had written down a year ago that I knew writing them down were pretty freaking absurd. You know, I, I knew writing all this stuff down that I may not reach them, but it, I know it was in my control to reach them. I just, it was kind of far-fetched. Like, just to give you a little bit of backstory, this time last year, I was financially stressed. Like I had just paid a huge tax bill and I was like, oh my God, how did I not realize it was going to be this much? Like, you know, I, all my savings are gone. Like it was a huge tax bill and I literally started from zero again. I was stupid. I, I didn't do what I, needed to do like to prep for it and I just was not assuming it was going to be this much right like I was just being ditzy about it all and it was huge like tens of thousands anyway so um I was like all right great starting from you know starting from the first step here it's January I'm gonna be living at my parents house for the next two months to figure out all my shit because I just paid a huge tax bill literally can't afford anything right now. Um, I don't have a visa, you know, for the UK. I was in a really low point and I, you know, I'm away from my, my boyfriend, everything. I don't know, you know, yes, I have Instagram followers, but guys, influencers, if you don't, you know, cleverly work it, you do not make a lot of money. So I was like, oh, like everything's so inconsistent, all these collabs and all this stuff. Like, what do I do? And on January 1st, I wrote down my goals and I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to have 40,000 pounds in my savings and investments by the end of the year, like investments, like stocks, like not even just savings, like beyond that. All right. And I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that and I'm going to fucking make it work. And I wrote down all these goals and some of them have, haven't happened yet um, the more like the TV related ones, but you know, still in the making and, uh, but the financial one did, I, I, I have that now and I'm not saying that to brag. 
I'm not, I'm saying that because a year ago I was in a place where I had nothing. And I, I never, I don't think I've been this open about that time in my life. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, it's fine. I, I, I've always had a very amazing relationship with money where I actually wasn't even that stressed when all this happened. Cause I knew that I was the type of person that would get back to where I was comfortable. Um, you know, and, and they always say like, you always hear of like super rich people that go bankrupt and then just make it all back again. It's not about the money. It's about the person. So I knew that I, I trusted myself, but I was definitely in a weird place where I had a lot of self-doubt, but I instantly, you know, started my courses, started this, started that, tried out a ton of different things and earned that money back and more. Like this has been the most financially abundant year of my entire life. And it's only going to get better from here. And I swear to God, like that low that I went through, I didn't let it affect me. I was like, no, we're still aiming high. We're still going to put all this, you know, money in my goal book and or write down this huge amount in my goal book and make it happen. And I did it. And I'm so proud of myself. And this is all to say whatever situation you're in right now, you can fucking do anything. Listen, if I put down that I wanted to make a million dollars this year, I and I could have found a way to do it. You know, I could have. I didn't do that. <laughs> I haven't done that this year, but next year, 100%. Um, but, you know, it. it's really just setting goals that you feel comfortable with in that moment and for some reason, my brain felt that 40,000 pounds in stocks was appropriate <laughs> and um, it happened, right? So I feel good, really, really good about this next year because I'm in a different place and now my goals can be even bigger. And, you know, any of us can have incredibly you know, crazy success in 2020. I'm talking like miracles. And yes, I'm in an industry where, you know, I might have more reach. So what I did could have been a bit easier for someone like me, but there are people that become overnight successes. And, you know, it is a bit more rare because a lot of the time success comes from years and years of hard work, but it's, it's possible you just need to believe in it first before anything, because if you don't believe in it, there's just no way in hell you're going to even reach any morsel of that. So that's today's episode. Bit of a mix match, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I have a flight tomorrow. I'm really going to try to record a podcast in the morning for the last day before it's 2020. Um, I love you guys so much, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Big kisses.